0: The podcasts are taken from the four volumes in defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. This podcast is part of a series we call Poets' Corner. Today's feature is from Book 10, Part 31 of Milton's Paradise Lost. Podcast 11 is entitled
1: The Fall, Part 3. In the prologue to Book 10, Milton writes
0: Satan arrives at Pandemonium in full assembly relates with boasting his success against man. Instead of applause is entertained with a general hiss by all his audience, transformed with himself also, suddenly into serpents, according to his doom given in paradise. Then, deluded with the show of the forbidden tree springing up before them, they greedily reaching to take the fruit Chew dust and bitter ashes.
1: Satan glories in his new titles. Now that he has brought about the fall of man, he sees himself as God of this world. Though he lost the war in heaven, he sees himself as victor in the war on earth. The great irony of the fall is that Satan would have done more to defeat the plan of God by staying out of Eden, by never tempting Adam and Eve, and by never bringing about the fall. If Adam and Eve had remained in the Garden of Eden forever, there would have been no progression. They would have never known good and evil, never known opposition, never had children. They would have remained forever in an innocent state, knowing neither joy nor misery. Agency requires both the enticements of Christ and the enticements of Satan. In addition, we could never have come to earth to gain a body. By bringing about the fall, Satan launched the plan of salvation in which Christ would redeem man from the fall, allowing mankind free will, agency, freedom, and liberty, bringing about their resurrection, and allowing them to return to the presence of God in a sanctified and perfected state, for they themselves would be gods if they chose to keep the commandments of God. That could never happen as long as Adam and Eve remained in the Garden of Eden. This is the great paradox of the fall. Satan is necessary for the eternal progression of mankind. At the heart of everything is free will and agency. Without Satan, we never would have had either one.
0: Whom thus the prince of darkness answered glad, fair daughter, and thou son and grandchild both, high proof ye now have given to be the race of Satan. For I glory in the name, antagonist of heaven's, Almighty King, amply have merited of me, of all the infernal empire, that so near heaven's door triumphal with triumphal act have met, mine with this glorious work, and made one realm hell, and this world one realm, one continent of easy thoroughfare.
1: Satan is cunning, but Christ is wise. His wisdom is greater than the cunning of Satan. He allows Satan to tempt man to bring about his purposes. Satan does not know the mind of God. In the above, Satan glories in his new role of antagonist. The irony of the statement is that the only creator is Christ. Satan, who has no powers of creation, lives only to destroy the works of Christ. The Jews called Satan the destroyer. Satan's greatest triumph is that he has paved the road to hell which he calls an easy thoroughfare. He lives to make people miserable like himself. Satan's sin and death are now going to the depths of hell to inform his associates, the other devils, of his great triumph. Remember, all this above occurred at hell's gate. He is conversing with sin and death. In hideous irony, he refers to his incestuous union with sin and death by calling the mother of his child, fair daughter and by referring to his son from that incestuous union, thou son and grandchild both, Milton brilliantly defines the foul relationship between himself and sin and death.
0: Therefore, while I descend through darkness on your road with ease to my associate power, them to acquaint with these successes, and with them rejoice, you too this way among those numerous orbs all yours, right down to paradise, descend.
1: Satan lives in self-deceit. He must travel to the depths of hell where he left the other devils languishing in fire and brimstone, which he calls paradise. But is it just a name? It is still very much hell. He also uses the term rejoice, an emotion he no longer has. As he continues, he shows the depth of his self-deception by calling hell bliss.
0: There dwell and reign in bliss Thence on earth, dominion exercise, and in the air, chiefly on man, so Lord of all declared. Him first make sure your thrall, and lastly kill.
1: Notice that Satan borrows the language of heaven to describe the horrors of hell. He refers to his actions as this glorious work. He uses such terms as successes, rejoice, paradise bliss, and dominion. He now instructs sin and death on their new role in his kingdom. My
0: substitutes I send ye, and create plenipotent on earth, of matchless might issuing from me. On your joint vigor now my hold of this new kingdom all depends. Through sin to death exposed by my exploit, if your joint power prevail, the affairs of hell no detriment need fear. Go and be strong.
1: He calls sin and death his substitutes. He invests sin and death with his full power. Plenty potent. He confesses that the only way he can govern our world is through sin and death. If sin and death prevail, nothing can stop him. Milton clearly defines the role of Satan. Without sin and death, he would have no power. God placed cherub and flaming sword to protect the tree of life. If Adam and Eve had lived forever in their sinful state, they would have been forever under the power of Satan. Satan, however, is unaware that the only way mankind can be released from his power is through death. Christ overcame death by the resurrection. Therefore, the only way Satan can win is through sin and spiritual death. Satan lost the battle against Christ on two major fronts. One, Adam and Eve were not allowed to eat of the fruit of the tree of life after the fall. And two, the resurrection is a free gift to all the posterity of Adam and Eve. The only hope that Satan has is to bring about what John the Revelator calls the second death, which is spiritual death. Spiritual death means to be cut off from the presence of God forever.
0: Revelation 26 Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power but they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. Revelation 21.8 But the fearful and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers and whoremongers, and sorcerers and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death.
1: In hell, sin had only one assignment, which was commanded her by God, and that was to guard the gates of hell and let no one in or out. She was the only one who had the keys to death and hell. Satan easily persuaded her to disobey God and open hell's gate. However, once opened, it remained open forever and could not be shut by her. That is what gave Satan and his angels access to earth. The irony, of course, is that sin lost the power to use the keys. That means that only Christ has the keys to death and hell. Only he has the power to lock people in and to let people out.
0: Revelation 1.18 I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore, amen, and have the keys of hell and of death.
1: Everything that Satan does is thwarted by Christ, but Satan, not knowing the mind of God, is unaware of his defeat. Satan, sin, and death find the other devils in pandemonium, the city built by mammon patterned after heaven. Everything that Satan does is a parody or counterfeit of heaven. Satan is a counterfeit of Christ. Hell is a counterfeit of heaven. Misery is a counterfeit of bliss.
0: So saying, he dismissed them, they with speed their course through thickest constellations held spreading their bane. The blasted stars looked wan, and planets, planets struck, real eclipse, then suffered. The other way Satan went down the causey to hell gate. On either side disparted chaos over exclaimed, and with rebounding surge the bars assailed that scorned his indignation. Through the gate wide open and unguarded, Satan passed and all about found desolate. For those appointed to sit there had left their charge, flown to the upper world, the rest were all far in the inland retired about the walls of pandemonium. City and proud seed of Lucifer, so by illusion called of that bright star to Satan Paragon.
1: The devils in hell had watchmen looking for Satan's return. However, Satan sees them, but they do not see Satan.
0: So these, the late heaven-banished host, left desert to utmost hell, many a league reduced in watchful watch round their metropolis, and now expecting each hour their great adventurer from the search of foreign worlds. He, through the mist unmarked in show plebeian angel militant of lowest order, passed, and from the door of that Plutonian hall invisible ascended his high throne, which under state of richest texture spread, at the upper end was placed in regal luster. Down a while he sate, and round about him saw
1: unseen. Satan makes a grand entrance into hell.
0: At last, as from a cloud, his fulgent head and shape, star bright appeared, or brighter clad, with what permissive glory since his fall was left him, or false glitter. All amazed at that so sudden blaze the Stygian throng bent their aspect, and whom they wished beheld their mighty chief returned. Loud was the acclaim.
1: In hell, the devils really had nothing to do but sit around and wait for the return of their master. They are helpless without their leader. Like excited dogs running to their master, they rush to meet Satan.
0: Forth rushed in haste the great consulting peers, raised from their dark divan, and with like joy congratulant approached him, who with hand silence and with these words attention won.
1: With raised hand, Satan commands them to be silent. He speaks.
0: Thrones, dominations, princedoms, virtues, powers, for in possession such, not only of right, I call ye and declare ye now returned, successful beyond hope, to lead ye forth, triumphant out of this infernal pit, abominable, accursed, the house of woe and dungeon of our tyrant.
1: What before he called the Infernal Empire, Paradise, and Bliss, he now calls the Infernal Pit Abominable, Accursed, the House of Woe, and Dungeon of Our Tyrant. He uses those terms because he wants them to leave the safety of pandemonium and follow him to earth to continue their battle against Christ by tempting mankind. Satan is shown as the great deceiver. He now not only deceives himself, but he also deceives the devils who followed him. And, of course, he deceives mankind, as Christ said of Satan. John
0: 8:44, Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar, and the father of it.
1: Satan offers his angels a way to escape hell and live in their new home. Remember, the broad bridge between earth and hell has already been constructed by sin and death. It is a two-way bridge. It is for Satan's angels to leave hell and come to earth and for the souls of men to leave earth and go to hell. Milton is emphasizing the following scripture from the Sermon on the Mount.
0: Matthew seven thirteen through 14 Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be that go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it.
1: Satan no longer refers to hell as paradise. He now claims that earth is little inferior to heaven. Also keep in mind the words of Isaiah.
0: Isaiah fourteen thirteen through 14 For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High.
1: Satan wanted to be like the Most High. Now he refers to his devils as lords of the earth. He boasts of his own success, exaggerating the difficulty
0: now possesses as lords a spacious world, to our native heaven little inferior. But my adventure hard with great peril achieved, long were to tell what I have done, what suffered, with what pain voyaged the unreal, vast, unbounded deep of horrible confusion, over which by sin and death a broad way now is paved to expedite your glorious march.
1: Satan makes himself a martyr. Long were to tell what I have done, what suffered, with what pain voyaged the unread. But he presents himself as the triumphant hero, again counterfeiting in Christ.
0: But I toiled out my uncouth passage, forced to ride the intractable abbess, Plunged in the womb of unoriginal night and chaos wild, that jealous of their secrets fiercely opposed my journey strange, with clamorous uproar protesting fate supreme.
1: Then Satan confesses a strange thing. He admits the world created by Christ is absolute perfection.
0: Thence how I found the new created world, which fame in heaven long has foretold, a fabric wonderful, of absolute perfection, therein man placed in a paradise by our exile made happy.
1: Also notice that Milton refers to man's pre-existence in heaven, meaning that we lived with God before we even came to this earth. The pre-mortal existence is a fundamental assumption upon which paradise lost is written. He refers to the new created world, which fame in heaven's long had foretold satan called the father of lies now lies to his devils he acts as if they will have no opposition on earth
0: him by fraud i have seduced from his creator and the more to increase your wonder with an apple he there ate offended worth your laughter hath given up both his beloved man and all his world to sin and death a prey and so to us without our hazard labor or alarm to range in, and to dwell, and over man to rule, as over all he should have ruled.
1: Join us next week as we see Satan suffer his first great humiliation in front of all the other devils as the curse of God falls upon him and all of his army of demons.